gentlemen, you are listening to the Decision Hour with JD and Adam. Uh, I am JD uh, Jeff Demers. With me, as always, Mr. Adam Bird. How you doing over there, bud? I'm hanging in there, brother. Hanging in there. Today is a uh, it's a very solemn day. It's it's one of those days that uh, you know you. You know you need to move forward. You know you need to push forward, but it just kind of sucks. You know, we all have them, some a little worse than others. But, uh, yeah, this show, The Decision Hour, today is being dedicated to one George Demers who passed away Monday morning. He's my big brother. And usually for a show, I'll have my computer up and running and I'll have a script and we'll have an outline. And today I don't have any of that because I wanted to make sure that today's lesson, the message that I want to give to you is coming from me. It's not coming from Tony Robbins, who I follow. It's not coming from Les Brown. It's not coming from you know Guy Kawasaki or or Napoleon Hill or any of the books that I've read. Today I want to talk a little bit about about leaving a legacy. Now, when I talk about a legacy, uh, I talk about uh, I talk about things that can be passed down. Some think of it in the forms of a will. Others think of it in the forms of, you know, monetary or of, uh, of, um, I want to say property or things like that. When I talk about leaving a legacy, I talk about knowledge that you can pass down, something that you're remembered for. Something that when people say Adam Bird, something that when people say Jeff Demers, they immediately think of this one thing. Yeah. And so that's the lesson we're going to dig into today. Now, before we go into that, though, we do want to thank our our awesome and, and gracious sponsors that allow us to do what we do and, you know, educate and entertain those that we entertain um, why don't you go ahead and run those off here real quick? Uh, yeah. So first off, Jeff, my, uh, my humble condolences to you and your family. And, um, Thank you. yeah, I know it's not easy. Uh, I've known you for quite a few years uh, and whatnot. So uh, you and the family are definitely in our prayers. Um, but like you said, uh, you know, we come in each week and, and, um, you know, the sponsors that we have, uh, make this possible for you and I to come in each week. And, and some of those sponsors, uh, we have uh, Student Veterans of America, a great organization that we absolutely love uh, and follow, uh, 1,200 clubs across the country. If you are a, a veteran or, or getting ready to transition out of the military and you're looking to go back to school, you know, uh, look at the studentvets.org or studentveterans.org uh, and see if uh, there's a club at the... Uh, college that, or your university that you're looking to go to. also want to uh, thank 
um, H3 Tactical USA. That's H3TacticalUSA.com. Check out their watches. These watches are absolutely amazing, and we're going to be uh, putting up some some uh, more detailed information about them on our social media uh, at least once a week, and uh, they'll have them on our websites uh, as well. Premier Social Media, another uh, great organization. Uh, Shia is doing online social media uh, classes right now. So she teaches that. She came in and, and taught a class for, for our shows and, and whatnot. And we have um, Reality Realty, uh, Virginia Heroes, uh, Sam Cachola over at Reality Realty. He's a, a huge supporter uh, and one of the uh, co-founders here of the Heroes Media Group, uh, along with Carl I from Mammoth Global Partners, uh, another great organization uh, there. And both veterans. Yeah, both, both vets, um, one Army, one Marine Corps. And um, why do I feel like I'm missing somebody here? Um, well, we are going to talk with our special guest here in a little yes, bit, we too. Yes, special guest, uh, yes. Mr. I, Dennis Day for the uh, the Honor Walk. Yes. Which is coming up, so we definitely want to talk a little bit about that. And, and Dennis has been kind enough to let us uh, start using his office to do uh, our, you know, our show out of, as well as uh, a show that's going to be coming up at the beginning of the year, the uh, Veterans Heritage Hour, which is going to be coming back. And and folks, if you want to check out all the great shows that the Heroes Media Group has uh, under our umbrella, please go to heroesmediagroup.com. That's heroesmediagroup.com. Dot com. You can get a list of all the shows that we uh, that we have at the uh, part of the family, and you can check out our sponsors. And we got some great articles uh, from some of the sporting events that uh, that JD has uh, his writers and stuff going out to. So, yeah, and I'll be going out to uh, NASCAR next weekend as well. I'll be covering that all four days as well. Nice. So. Um, there's a lot of big stuff going on in NASCAR. But why don't we go ahead? You want to go ahead and bring Dennis up now? Yeah, I'd love to. If Dennis, if Dennis can come hey, on up and down and, that and join Starbucks, here, he just I mean, he drags a, into the room. Yeah, Dennis, so. Dennis, welcome. Well, thank you. I should say welcome, but thank you for having. Thank you for yeah. having us. Welcome to your, your office. office. Welcome, welcome to, to your office. office. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is great. We're appreciate happy to have you here. No, I appreciate it. We love it. Now, why don't you tell uh, our listeners? I've had you on. We did a previous interview, you know, last week. But why don't you um, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I. Uh, I worked with a couple of uh, veterans in 2009, one of which was my son, Colin, uh, and a gentleman by the name of Paul Clark um, to form an organization that was originally intended to be a social media network for veterans. Uh, That idea kind of came and went over time, and uh, we evolved into a program called the Honor Walk. Uh, Honor Walk provides mentorship services to veterans. We take people from the business community meet them up one at a time with a veteran over the course of a year. It's kind of like a big brothers, big sisters sort of a operation. Um, they spend time together offline on the telephone, coffee shop visits, but then they also attend a series of events during the course of the year that are designed to help the veterans in their reintegration process. Uh, we include things like personality profiles, stress reduction clinics, business communication skills, financial intelligence, variety of different tools that that veterans who are returning to the workforce can use. And the way that we fund this operation is through the Honor Walk itself. Uh, we're in the fifth year. Uh, it's uh, presented by Circle K. It's going to be held on the grounds of Talking Stick Resort Arena in downtown Phoenix. Of course, of course most people in Phoenix still know that as U.S. Airways Center, uh, the Phoenix Suns Arena. Uh, the event is Sunday morning, November 8th. 
beginning at uh, 8 o'clock. And we have a tremendous ceremony ahead of the event that includes color guards, uh, flyovers of vintage Stearman aircraft. Uh, we have uh, fire department pipes and drums. Uh, we have a terrific display this year of a uh, Vietnam-era Huey uh, that's been all uh, uh, restored and detailed. It's, it's an incredible sight to see, uh, and it's worth the, the trip out on Sunday just to see that, so we're really excited about it. So anyway, it's a, it's a great opportunity for people to come out and recognize veterans in their lives personally. Uh, we take over the Jumbotron on the plaza of the Suns Arena, and we, and we put the veterans' profiles up on the Jumbotron, which is really cool because families stand out there and wait for their veterans' photograph to come up so they can get that, that snapshot. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's an event that allows people to publicly recognize the veterans in their lives, uh, sons, fathers, grandfathers, daughters, sisters. Uh, it crosses, uh, crosses over uh, every group that's ever served. And we're happy to do it. There are approximately 670,000 veterans in Arizona. And most of them don't walk around with their hand up in the air saying, treat me different because I'm a veteran. Matter of fact, most of us don't even know that we're working alongside a veteran, that the person at the auto parts store right. or the cashier at the Circle K, we don't know that they're veterans. Um, so it's important for us to create an opportunity one time a year where people can come out and recognize those people in a very personal way. Very nice. Now, you, this is here in Phoenix. You said you're, you're in your fifth year. Um, do you have these events anywhere else in the country right now? We don't. We're hoping to uh, have the Honor Walk branch out to other cities in the coming years. Uh, it's a unique event in some ways, and uh, it fits into just about any city where there's a large population of veterans, which... Pretty much makes any place in America. Yeah. But those cities that have a large military presence, even more so. Very nice. Awesome. Now, how can people, for for those that are listening, you know, uh, at today's show, and, you know, and maybe they're listening to the podcast, you know, tomorrow or, or throughout the weekend, how can they, how can people get involved? If they want to make a donation or, or how do they get involved with Honor Walk? Well, we'd, we'd love to have people come out and walk in the event. If they live in the Phoenix area, uh, it's, uh, it's Sunday morning, November 8th. Uh, they can go to honorwalk.com to register. Uh, as far as donations, if they send us an email at info at honorwalk.com, we'll be happy to take donations. We're not a donation-based organization, but some people prefer to okay. make direct dona donations, and we're happy to take them. Awesome. But more importantly, we'd like to have as many people as possible on the plaza at, at Talking Stick Resort Arena on Sunday morning to come out and honor the veterans from every era. We're going to do a special recognition this year of Vietnam veterans, uh, so we're really excited about that. So it should be a great event. Uh, it's one part patriotism and one part celebration, and people who come out uh, often return year after year, and we're happy about that. So That's uh, awesome. If folks, you live in the Phoenix area, get up early Sunday and come on down. Folks, you heard it here first from Dennis Day. Make sure you, if you're this, this weekend, come on down. Uh, Talking Stick Resort Arena, November eighth, and it's it's right before Veterans Day. You know, Veterans Day is coming up this this, this following week, and what better way to start it than to than to be a part of this honor walk? So, Dennis, we appreciate you coming on and uh, you know talking about it, and, and we're looking forward to Sunday and being down there. Thanks, Adam. All right, take care. 
JD. Well, I, I'm excited about this. I, th- I think it's going to be a good event. Yeah, I um, think it's absolutely going to be phenomenal. And, and I think it ties in a little bit about what you were talking about, uh, you know, in today's show topic is, is you know, leaving a legacy. And, and, and that it ties in perfect with, with the Honor Walk, I think, because, uh, you know, the, 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 the veterans and, and, and stuff that are they're, they're going to be on the Jumbotron down there, the, each mm-hmm. of them have, have left some type their of legacy. legacy. They, they've left their own legacy and stuff. So it's, it's really great. So let's go ahead and continue with that well i just want to say thank you to dennis for for going ahead and uh putting that together um again one more time that is going to be down at the talking stick resort arena um which is big so and that's this weekend yeah this sunday that's that's this sunday so get on down there let's pack that thing yeah and and i I, we got to get a picture dennis can, can you do you have an email can you email us that picture of the huey yeah, let's, we got to get a picture. We got to put that up. This, oh, yeah. this Huey. Put that on the, on the home page. This thing is 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 really it's really something else. Wait till you see this. So we'll make sure we, we get that up as well. So, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, going back a little bit. Um, again, we we are talking about leaving a legacy. Uh, and again, I I started thinking about this probably within about twelve hours of losing my brother on Monday. And because, I mean, death scares the hell out of me. Yeah. I don't go to funerals. I I don't want that image to be the last image of somebody that I love. Right. And it sucks. It it sucks for my family. You know, they're they're out there and they're dealing with it. But that's just something that I can't do. Yeah. I couldn't do it with my mom. So. I can't do it with my brother. But. What I started thinking about, um, I'm always one of the individuals that instead of mourning, I think about, you know, the great times. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, And I welcome people to do that. Welcome it as a celebration. Um, One, I know that he's in a better place. He suffered with his health. He died at a very young age, Mm -hmm. 44 years old. Wow. Um, It's only five years older than me. Yeah. And uh, passed away in his sleep. But I started thinking, you know, everybody, when they leave this earth, you know, whatever your belief is, you go to heaven, you go to hell, you you become a part of the earth, whatever your belief is, um, when you leave your body, what are you leaving behind? Yeah. You know, what what exactly are you leaving behind? I mean, it's it's to me, it's okay to say, you know, well, a lot of people love to. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people love you when, when you're gone. That's not exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about being missed. Okay. So you're I'm, talking about what effect that they've had? When you say yeah. legacy, then are you talking about the type of, you know, what have they done for people while they were here on Earth? Is, yeah. Is so, for you're... example, when I leave, whenever that may be, tomorrow, next day, 50 years down the road, mm-hmm. I want to be known... I want to be known, for one, not being famous. I'm not talking, I don't want to be famous. If it happens, if it doesn't, that's not my goal. My goal is to affect as many people as possible in a positive manner by leaving my legacy behind for them to learn and grow from. So... What I'm talking about, like, for example, my brother. You know, he never 
he never really reached a pinnacle, um, you know, in like his career or anything like that. Um, but he did leave a legacy behind. You don't have to be famous. You don't have to set records. You don't have to win the lottery. You know, you know, to be to be able to leave a legacy. Um, my legacy that I got from my brother, my only brother, between my two families, because I was adopted. Uh, I've got him, and then I have five sisters. So, I mean, what I learned from him was one being tough. He was the, uh, he was kind of the enforcer of the family. You know, uh, he, uh, no matter what it was, you, you would very rarely, I mean, almost never see a weakness. Ever. Right. Even when his health started going down. Ever. And even with his, his health state, we didn't see this coming. Nobody saw this coming. Um, but the Lord works in very, very mysterious, mysterious ways. ways. But um, but the things that I learned from him, dedication, uh, de- toughness, absolutely. Um, you know that that those were part of his his legacy. You know when you needed somebody to call and talk to, when you needed somebody to lean on, I could pick up the phone and I could talk to him. And he would be that strong, sturdy force that kept me where I needed to be. Whether he told me something that I didn't like or not, it was what I needed to be told. And that's what I'll remember him for, among many, many other things. But what I'm talking about today, especially those with, with kids, listen to this message. Okay, please take anything that you can from it. When you leave this earth today, or whenever it is, and your kids, your children, at whatever age they're at, they can still be teenagers, they can be you know, young adults, whatever, whatever the case may be, what is it that you have already bestowed in them where you know, without a doubt, they're going to be okay. Without a doubt. What is it that they have learned from you that they can take and, you know, continue to drive forward? And, and become the man or young woman that they should be. So, when you look at your kids, you know, even, even if they're just, they're just, you know, young kids, three, four, five, six years old, the life that you live, they learn from every day. Everything that you do, they're learning from whether it's good or bad. And you want to be able to say that every action I've taken has created a better life for them. So that when it is your time to go, 
they are in the best possible situation to be able to succeed based on what you have left them. And again, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about emotion. I'm talking about knowledge. education, knowledge. I always say that, that the term knowledge is power is false. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. I can read a hundred books a day, but if I don't use what I've learned, then it's wasted. I, I agree with you to a point, but I'm going to respectfully disagree to you with a point as well. Sure. And, and what I mean by that is I think knowledge is power um, because you might have that knowledge and you're not applying it right now, but it, there might be a, uh, a time in the whether it's in the near or far future. But you will you apply it. You will apply it. You're not wasting it. You're right. applying it. Right. No, so, so we're all on the same page. We're on the same oh, page. Yeah, I got you. I'm just making sure. All right. As long as you apply what you learn, then it's never wasted. So leaving a legacy. I mean, I want to kind of dip in more to this legacy. Well, let's talk about you. Well, let's talk about me. And your son. <laughs> if you leave today, what have you instilled in your son where you know for a fact you know, one, he's going to be all right? One thing I've always, uh, that I always tell my son is uh, how, you know, show affection to your kids. Well, I'm constantly giving, yeah, I'm, I'm wrestling, I'm always wrestling around with them. I've always got my arm around him or I'm giving him a hug or kissing the top part of his head. You know, now that he's getting a little older, that's not cool, you know, so, uh, but always showing some type of affection, showing that I, that I, that I love him, that I'm there for him, uh, no, no matter what the case is. And, and there's times where, you know, and you've been around, I've, I've gotten hard on him, uh, but I'm, afterwards, I'm always, you know, I'm always giving him a hug, or I tell him that I love him. I make sure I, I, I make sure I tell him that I love him at least several times a day. I try to tell him that as much as possible. Um, and I, I always tell him. I said, if you take anything from from dad, you learn anything from daddy, growing up, is that when you get older, show your kids how much you love them as much as I show you. As if if you take anything out of life at all. Show your kids how much you care about them and how how that you're there for them, uh, because I I think that that's a a big um, a big key in in development in a child's life is, is showing how much your parents because if you're never there, you know I I I've gone as such far as you know I you know I've I've seen people grow up where you know their parents were always working all the time so they were never home they never. They never spent time with with their parents because they were the parents were always working to pay the bills and and all this other stuff. I kind of took a, a different approach where, uh, damn the job, you know, if, if that was the case, or I cut out of work early because my my son came first, and my you know that's how it was. Um, so if if that means you know, I lose the job or I get laid off, which I've, I've been laid off before, as we, as we all know. Um, or I, I take a position that allows me to 
spend more time with him right now uh, than, than that's what it was. You know, being a single parent, it, it's not the easiest thing. Uh, and it's, he's my responsibility. He's, he's my responsibility. And I, I, you know, they're like, well, why don't you get a babysitter? Why don't you do that? Why it costs money to do that? So I'm basically working extra to pay for something I don't need where I should be doing it myself. You know, I don't want somebody else raising my kid. That's, that's my responsibility. And I always had a goal. By the time he had junior high, I knew he wanted to play sports, which he did. So uh, I made a point that, you know, whatever, wherever I am in my life, personally and professionally, I'm dropping everything to ensure that whatever I'm doing, I become an entrepreneur by the time he hits junior high school. So I can ensure that I'm at every game. And now, of course, now even with this business here, I'm not at every game because uh, I travel a little bit. But uh, I'm there. I'm, I'm more involved in his life. I get that extra, you know, three hours a day, three to, f- you know, three to five hours a day that I get to spend with him. Whereas before when he was younger, you know, you drop him off in the morning at 6 a.m. to be to work by 8. You know, that's, that's two hours that you miss there in the morning, you know, with him. And then he's there until six o'clock at night. I mean, that's twelve hours a day that you're you're away from your kid. You know, and you're off of work at five and and pick him up at six. You know, somebody else is raising your kid when 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 they're at a young age. So I decided that enough was enough, and I made sure that um, you know if I'm hard on him, I explained to him uh, what he did wrong. Anytime he if he's and he I'm, for, I'm very blessed that I have a very good kid, uh, and he, he's very well mannered. Um, but when he's not and something does happen, you know, I, you know, I'm hard on him at first, but then I, I actually, I sit down and take the time to talk to him and explain to him, you know, so he understands why it, what he did was, was wrong in my eyes and my belief. And then at the same time, I reassure him that I love him and, and make sure that he shows that to his kids when, when that time comes. Wow. That's amazing, man. And I've been, I've known you for, for feels like forever now. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad yeah. thing, but, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's how he is folks. Um, and you know, my brother was, um, his, his two kids, Samantha and Matt, um, he was tough on them, but he was fair, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause again, they very rarely could you get him to show emotion, which about, uh, about four months ago, I was on the phone with him and, uh, you know, things weren't going the greatest for him, you know, and I tried to talk to him a little bit and he was getting frustrated with me cause I was trying to get him to see you know, the better side, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that there are brighter days ahead. And he actually started opening up a little bit. And for the first time in our adult lives, you know, I, uh, when, when the call was done, you know, I told him I loved him. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I ever did. Cause Again, growing up, I tried to be like him, you know, tough. And so I mean, that's just something you don't say when you're tough guys. I told him that. He said it back. And that was the last time I ever talked to him. So, 
that tells me that that person has always been there. But it just, sometimes it's hard for people to open up like that, you know? Mm. So what I'm saying today is don't be afraid to be you, okay? Don't be afraid to be different. Don't be afraid to be an individual outside of what everybody else thinks of you. Um, so, like when I pass, whenever it may be, I guess the legacy that I, that I would want to leave, because I don't have any kids, but I've got nephews, I've got nieces. I still have sisters. The legacy that I would want to leave, I guess would be that of an entrepreneur legacy. But what I mean by that is not someone, when people think of entrepreneur, they think, oh, he goes off and makes money on his own. Yeah, but that's not really what I'm talking about. An entrepreneur is somebody with a completely different mindset than somebody that is pretty much pre-programmed to get up every day um, and just go through their checklist, the same checklist every day, get up, go to work, go home, go to school, go to bed, whatever. So I want to be that person that helps people realize that it's okay to be different. It's okay to be an individual. It's okay to be the person that you want to be. I think a lot of people get caught up at the point to where you know, they want to be somebody. They want to be a specific type of person, but they're afraid of what everybody else is going to think. Right. Yeah. Now, I told you not too long ago where I stand on funerals. I don't go to funerals. Right. Okay? Right. And for a couple reasons. And that's not normal. It's not normal. I mean, the normal thing is when, when your loved ones pass away, you go to the funeral and you honor them and you bury them. I have visions in my head of my brother that I want to keep that do not include his casket, his tombstone. Right. And I don't want that included. I want to be able to tell, I don't want to tell about the funeral and how nice it was and stuff like that. I want to be able to tell people about times like when I was in junior high and he was a senior in high school. And this guy was like Van Wilder party producer before Van Wilder came up. I mean, he knew. 
exactly what time my mom and dad were going to bingo on Friday night. To the minute. Within 10 minutes, he had already made one phone call, and there were 40 to 50 young teenagers showing up at my house with potentially an alcoholic beverage. Within 20 minutes of them coming back, because it took them 20 minutes pretty much to the T, because I know my dad. My dad's, okay, it's over. Let's get the hell out of here type thing. Mm -hmm. It took them about 20 minutes. So we had 20 minutes to clean the house. Like nothing happened. And we did that for years. <laughs> and they never found out until, until, and not too many people know about this. What had happened was, when the party was over, sometimes they, they didn't have somebody to run and discard the garbage bags of beer cans. We had a gully behind our house. They just chuck them back there, right? You know what a gully is? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, he chucked them back there. About 2008, I get this call from my dad. Apparently he was cleaning out the gully. I came across about 50 garbage bags of beer cans. <laughs> know anything about those? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can't say I do. My brother, as tight as we were, we, we were pretty tight. Um, he would pay me in candy bars to help him clean up the house and not say anything. There's a reason why I love chocolate so much yeah. today. That shows. He put me on the path to be a sure diabetic. Um, but they didn't know this at all, that any of this was going on. And the neighbors were cool as hell. They never said anything because there was never any trouble. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a small town. Summersworth, New Hampshire. Uh, that's where I did most of my teenage years. Um, and... Uh, yeah, those are the memories that I want to keep. Gotcha. You know, I want to keep the fact that when I was a freshman in high school and he had already graduated, everybody knew who I was. Not because my reputation preceded me, because my brother's reputation was still at that school of being a hard ass and being a brawler. Right. And uh, I remember this one day, I bumped into one of the defensive linemen in the hallway. And he said something to me. And here I am, six foot two, 145-ish. Actually, as a freshman, I was probably skinnier than that. I had this Coke in my hand, opened. He said something to me. I kind of jumped out of my body and said, throw it in his face. And I went, and uh, boy, was that guy mad. And it took majority of the football team to hold him back. Not because what they were afraid he might have done to me, but because they knew who my brother was. And I didn't think of that when I threw the coke at I was pissed. I wanted to fight him. Yeah. But the reason why I'm still alive today <laughs> is because of the man that he was. It just goes to show you, you know, legacy is, 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 you know, we got, and I think this, you know, ties in a lot with, you know, we're, we're remembering your brother and the legacy that he, he left behind for, you know, in the, uh, 
obviously he was a he had quite an influence on on you yeah. uh, and, and and his kids. And with Veterans Day coming up next week, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, you think of the legacy that 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 you know our brothers and sisters in arms that have, that have, legacy that they've left behind. For them. You know, for, for for their families as well as you know, some with, with the, the nation as a whole. Absolutely, you know? um, it, it it really is. You in this show, folks, is called the Decision Hour, and it's a decision is it's more of a philanthropy slash motivational slash you know, get off your ass and make a decision on what it is you want to do with your life, and and I, you know, th- this ties in with it. What type of legacy is it that you want to leave? When, when you're gone, what type of legacy is it that you want to leave uh, for for your family, for your children, for your friends um, when that when that time, you know, comes and it's inevitable. You know, it's it's that time will come. It's not a matter of if it's going to come. It's it's just it's a matter. It's, it's, it's going to come. It's a matter of time. And we're not trying to this this it isn't it isn't to scare anybody. It isn't. Uh, a depressing kind but, of thing, but I, I think with everything that's going on this coming week, you have the honor walk uh, coming up on 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 Sunday on the uh, here here mm-hmm. in, in in Phoenix. You have you know Veterans Day, you know a few days after that. I mean this this whole thing, it's it's a legacy. I mean you did, it, as as Dennis sits here, you know next to us working on his computer, you know the the honor walk. This is and they're in their fifth year. I mean it's it's already created a legacy. Uh, with with that organization and the people that are involved, uh, and the co- other organizations and the companies that are involved, uh, you know, moving forward with that, and then you know, hearing your story, and I appreciate you sharing that with with the listeners today. And I know it's not you know easy. I've known you for a long time because uh, I remember the last incident, you know, um, that, that happened, and yeah. and uh, and I know that wasn't easy, and it, and, and stuff like this never is, but. You talk again. It, it goes in with the legacy, and it just goes to show the the person that you are today, and sharing the stories about your brother and the legacy that he left. Just the effect on you that he's left on you uh, is, is is really something else. And, and and people going into business for themselves, and and you know, think about what it is that you want to leave behind. Some people want to get rich. Some people want to you know make as much money as they can. Yeah, that's all great, but you can't you can't take it with you. What what can you do to 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 help others moving forward long after you're gone? Long the, after you're gone. That's that's definitely one of the things that that I was thinking of, um, is because you know as an entrepreneur, my goals again I don't have any children. Okay, my goals are to help as many people as I can, particularly veterans, realize the value that they still have, regardless if, if they can be uh, employed or if they're at home. There's so much that they can still give, and I know that they have that drive in them to do so. So, I mean, when you think that you know you're not wanted anymore or when you think that you know nobody wants to help you or anything like that that's not necessarily the case and it's not that easy for me to say as a veteran because i know that i've i've lost out on quite a few 
opportunities because of my disability. But what I'm saying is you don't need to rely and sit back and wait for people to help you where everything that you need is already inside of you. And I'll explain more about that in a second. So just because you don't wear a uniform anymore, just because that flag's not flying on your shoulders, that does not take away your value. You have so much value that you can still give. Your disability may limit you physically, but your mind still has all the power. Your soul still has all the drive that you had when you signed that dotted line and said to your country that I'm ready to do whatever it takes to serve. One final note on my brother before we wrap up that I remember is he was a beast on the football field. He was running back. And state records, all state. I remember his senior year, he ran, he played three straight games as the, the top running back, scored touchdowns in each one of them with a broken leg. Three games, every game. It hurts a little bit, I can still play. Next game, it hurts a little bit, I can still play. Next game, he's walking through the door, he's limping through the door with a cast on and a crutch. Yeah, it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> really? So, I mean... You know, he was taken way too young, but his memories will last as long as I do with me. So, you know, rest in peace, my brother, George Demers. Um, this is the decision hour. Adam, you have anything to add? Yeah. You know, uh, again, today's topic, legacy, and we appreciate you sharing your, your story about your brother. And again, our condolences, as I'm sure many listeners, uh, you know, uh, feel for you and the, and the family, uh, as well. And, and, you know, start thinking that, you know, life is, life is, sh is short enough as it is, regardless if you, you live, you know, for, for 20 years, 40 years or a hundred years, life is just, is, it's precious. It's short. What type of legacy do you want to live? You know, what do you want to do with your life? Um, what do you want to leave why, behind? What, you know, while you're here on, on earth and, and the message that you want to portray to, to others, uh, in the future, um, again, you know, the decision hour, we could not do this without our sponsors. Uh, you, you know, Heroes Media Group is the, the platform which we're on. Uh, we get to thank Student Veterans of America, studentveterans.org. Make sure you go check them out. Um, H3 Tactical, they got some, uh, excuse me, H3 Tactical USA. Awesome watches. Um, you know, they're starting to do a lot of stuff. It's Swiss made. These, these watches are great. They're lightweight. Um, and they're just awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's h3tacticalusa.com. You have uh, Premier Social Media.com. Check her out. If you're looking to have your, you, you want to learn more about how to build your social media platform, give Shyla a call at Premier Social Media.com. Um, 
Red Oak Marketing. That's who we thought about Brian. I love you to death. He does a lot of great stuff for us, stickers, banners, uh, getting ready to do some shirts for us here in the near future. Um, so redoakmarketing.com. <clears throat> we have uh, Mammoth Global Partners, uh, one of the co-founders and, and uh, partners of the Heroes Media Group, Carl I, does some great stuff with Mammoth Global, uh, Glamour mammothglobal.com check them out and then uh reality realty uh virginia heroes with uh, sam cachola is probably one of the he's, he's actually the number one uh real estate agent for homes for heroes network in the entire country and he did it part-time last year uh so it uh you know check him out if you have any realty questions give him a call and then of course we got to give a big special special thanks to uh, Dennis Day, who's allowing us to uh, use his office uh, here on Wednesdays, where we'll be broadcasting from. And and folks, don't forget this week uh, on Sunday, uh, come down to the Honor Walk. If you're in the Phoenix, if you're in Arizona, come to Phoenix and be a part of this Honor Walk on Sunday. So, uh, you know, with that being said, another great show. Uh, we'll not be here next week. Uh, I will be... Um, out at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, so look for pictures. Yeah, that's, I feel so bad. For yeah, you. I, know, I know it's a tough, tough job, but somebody's got to do it. It's good to be the boss, I guess. But uh, make sure you check out all of our shows at HeroesMediaGroup.com. Check out uh, a lot of great programs. We've got more shows coming up at the beginning of the year. For JD, I'm Adam. Thanks for listening to the Decision Hour. So proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous
Yeah.